Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 6. The Spiritual and Physical Reborn. People do have powerful spiritual experiences, but this affects people from a number of religions. Take for instance the surreal experiences of Srinivasa Ramanujan who saw all religions as equally true, or the experiences of Nikola Tesla who was Christian. Gandhi claimed he experienced the still small voice from within, and Catholic saints have also had their own experiences with what they consider to be of divine origins, such as Saint Bernadette. So what is going on with religion and these experiences I consider to be a mystery. Even if you talk to a supernatural being and it tried to tell you what was going on that by itself wouldn't prove anything, because it would have to be confirmed via rational or empirical means in order to constitute as knowledge. I believe this is the reason there is such division on religious issues because people get different messages and blindly believe what they are told. I also think people are sometimes fooled into believing in things because of a strong intuition which could involve an external influence of their mind. I would argue the same effect the spirit would create in a person's mind to give him or her clairvoyant knowledge can also be used to misguide him or her into an illusionary state of reality, which is why I am skeptical about occult beliefs that lack rational or empirical support. I use the word illusion instead of delusion because it implies a magician and deception in a sense of the word. I don't believe in psychic ability. In my ideology, a psychic is an antenna, receiver and an external intelligence apart from him or her is the broadcaster and real observer, gatherer of the unseen information, and just like a television broadcast, not everything on it can always be trusted. This means it still requires sufficient rational or empirical support because it cannot be relied on with the same level of certainty as sensory input. Remember, the art of propaganda is to mix lies with truth. Some tactics said to be used by evil spirits in modern terms can be described as psychological warfare, psywomer, which is any action used to evoke a desired psychological response in people. Furthermore, just because it would not traditionally constitute as empirical because the experience stems from something bypassing the five senses does not mean that knowledge of the paranormal itself can't be attained. Through rational means it can be achieved, although the further you go beyond the realization something more is going on than meets the eye metaphysically the less certain it becomes. For instance, Annalise Michel, who was possessed according to the Catholic Church, showed indirect evidence more was going on than what could be empirically verified by speaking in Chinese and Latin while under possession, languages she did not speak according to friends and family, which was audio recorded and translated by someone who was bilingual. As a consequence of my epistemology, some may ask if it is possible for someone, such as a saint or mystic, to know God. My answer is yes and no. 
they do not empirically know there is a God, but based on a relationship you can know someone, so in that sense, it is technically possible to know God here on earth. I'm not purely subjective or objective in my spiritual approach. If subjectivity only guided it there would be no such thing as a heretic, and if empiricism only guided it, there would be no concept of spirituality in the first place, although since I believe in intellectual autonomy I do believe people can attain knowledge beyond a central authority, such as a church. That said, I'm a rationalist when it comes to my own experiences. According to rationalism, which inspired the Enlightenment, the closest we can come to absolute knowledge is what we experience in the confines of our own consciousness. As Rene Descartes said, I think, therefore I am. Also, we do not directly experience the external world for what it is, but a mental image of reality, and it takes rational means to distinguish whether a mental phenomenon in our mind stems from something that is internal or external, to begin with and I would argue those who experience communication from the beyond are using similar standards for determining it is external as they would for a telephone conversation, except what they're experiencing is more sophisticated, although it is not empirically based in a traditional sense of the word. Furthermore, knowledge can be acquired through intellectual autonomy, which is to attain knowledge by personal means of first-hand experience, exploration, and applying reason. This is what defined the Enlightenment in which there was a shift from knowledge being solely judged and acquired through a central authority to intellectual autonomy. So just because mainstream universities don't acknowledge the paranormal does not mean those who claim to be of that realization are invalid in their assertion. Moreover, the supernatural often has an effect on people's mental faculties. For instance, a Christian after praying may feel some of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, such as a state of peace. I argue this would be by influencing their mental faculties by tapping into their brain. Simply put, I argue that spirits have the mind, at least evil ones, whereas the good ones could be argued to be more of a technician of the mind, but either way, I argue this requires nothing against the laws of nature to achieve. As I've gone over before, neurotechnologies make the effects of possession and the paranormal scientifically conceivable. According to neuroscience, the brain is analogous to an electrochemical computer and can be influenced and even tapped into via neurotechnologies, technologies that interact with the neurons of the brain like tiny microprocessors that are responsible for maintaining our consciousness and I am simply applying an logical inference between spiritual and paranormal experiences and the effects that can be created through these technologies to argue both may share a fundamental mechanism of causation and, therefore, be within the realm of science to understand. Technologies and animals can work on a similar principle and designs can be drawn from nature, the most obvious example being a bird and a plane. If the same were true between what we can do through technological means and spirits, it would definitely make people think different about religion and the supernatural, because it would cease to be supernatural, and this could even imply we share scientific universals between us and they are from an extended part of the natural world. To some, 
This would be in accordance with one of the Byzantine prophecies coming from the Orthodox Church in which it was prophesied that knowledge of the spiritual and physical will be united into one understanding. To others, this would mean that spirits are more like aliens than how we previously viewed them. At the moment, there is more room for debate as neuroscience continues to blur the boundaries between science and the supernatural. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.